Hello and welcome to the English Waffle, a podcast for advanced English language learners who want to improve their listening skills. My name's Owen and um, hold on, I forgot a bit about um, listening to real conversations. It's really important because that's um, the essence of the, the podcast. Uh, we try to keep it authentic as much as possible, um, even in the introduction, as you can as you can hear. Uh, today, uh, it's me without Mike, so I'm talking to uh, Carmen, who's an ex-student of mine. So, continuing to explore world Englishes in bonus episode number one, we talked to Artyom uh, from Russia. Now, Carmen uh, is in a very exotic location, uh, but she's not from there. She's She just works from there. And how can she do that? Well, uh, that's what you're going to find out. She's going to be talking to us about remote working. And she knows a lot about it. Uh, she's actually written a book about it. So uh, if you want to find out more, listen to the episode. And I'll be back to uh, make some observations at the end. Uh, you can also check out uh, the transcript and um, any other information we create um, on the englishwaffle.co.uk. Let's go waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in for ten whole earthen minutes of English listening. Hello, Carmen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. You're looking very brown. Well, I'm in Thailand, so (laughs) even if I'm not much on the beach or anything, you know, the sun come to me. Yeah, what are you doing in Thailand? Well, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To be honest, I never thought that we would be spending so much time here, but, you know, things happen. Things happen (laughs) this year. (laughs) Okay, so So. when when did you get to Thailand then? So I arrived to Thailand. So I was last year, one, two months uh, during Christmas and then... uh, after middle of uh, February, then is the visa is two months, so I left and I went to Australia. My plan it was to go somewhere else, continue my trip, but then uh, things start to happen, and um, I have to. I decide to move. I want. I don't want to stay in the in Australia, so I decided yeah. to come back to to yeah. Thailand to stay for a lockdown here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I suppose you don't have much choice at the moment right it's um well i could come back to europe yeah somewhere there is some countries that they are open but there's no much and here the situation is very good oh right oh really like, that's good there's no there's no covid there's no any restrictions much right. more than when we when go when we go inside the supermarket we use yeah. a mask but that's yeah. it okay because there's no any new cases. The only cases that you see in the statistics is people that they arrive into Thailand and they have to go th- through a very strict um, uh, quarantine right. in a hotel that right. is uh, supervised by the government. Right. So, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I suppose it's it's quite different to European countries where I mean here in England, um, we basically people come into the country. They are supposed to go for into quarantine for two weeks, but nobody checks on them. We 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 don't know, uh, so we have to trust people to do it. But but it's like I, I, that's the same thing. It's like if I will come back to Spain now, yeah. Um, and they asked me to do quarantine, I would say the rest of the people should do quarantine, not myself. I come in from a country where there's no COVID. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So I think at some point, like yeah. when, when the country is so bad, it's like coming from abroad, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, yeah. just, yeah. Hey, hey, come on, um, maybe a bit of context. So just for the listeners, uh, you are from Spain. Uh, but obviously yes. you're traveling around the world. Um, the last time I saw you was in Madrid, uh, and that's going way back, right? Where, when was that? Very long ago. Yeah. I left, it, it probably, I left Madrid. I was living in Madrid uh, till 2013. Then okay. I left, yeah. so it probably was like, I mean, I came back a few times, but just yeah. for a few days, but yeah. so probably the last time we saw each other was like, yeah, 2000, before 2013. Yeah, yeah, because we had, I was your English teacher for a bit. Uh, yes. And before that, we met at drama lessons, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, that was fun. Both yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Even the English lessons, they were fun. <laughs> Well, I, I tell you what, Carmen, it's, it's great to hear you speaking such uh, fluent English. It's fantastic. Uh, obviously, since then, a lot of practice. Uh, and uh, do you... Do... I'm happy my English teachers say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Really good. Um, and are you still uh, acting? Because you're obviously that, that was a big part of your life, right? Are you still acting? Um, no, I just, I mean, I've been doing uh five years when mm. i was in spain and then i think just the last year that i was in madrid i i stopped doing it right uh and then i never been in a place like right. enough time to to do acting again i mean i was for a few years a couple of years living in malta uh but right. there was not something that i could do there oh, English listening. I mean, this is really interesting, Carmen. Obviously, uh, the reason now that we're connecting again is because I've seen you on LinkedIn. Uh, I've bought your book, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, and I get the feeling that, you know, your life is completely different now. And you seem to be living the dream, right? Tell, tell us how, 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 how are you able to travel around the world? Okay, I'm living my dream. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I like that. Because I know I have many, many friends that they say, oh, you are living the dream. And then uh, <laughs> I know they will not be happy with the life I have traveling right, all the time. Right. But yes, for me, it is it is the dream. Like I love traveling and uh, yeah. I actually I don't miss home. I don't miss my friends. Uh, I still have my friends and uh, I still talk with them. Sure over Skype or WhatsApp or whatever. So basically, I the first time like I just like uh, start traveling, it was just traveling for six months, but I just was so in love with that. 
right. that when I came back to, to Madrid, I started. So first of all, I, I decided to go traveling for six yeah. months, like I am like taking like a gap year sure. just for six months and think what I want to do with my life because yeah. I was not very happy uh, with what I was doing because I was a bit bored of doing always the same. And um, well, after six months, I came back and I had no clue what I want to do with my life. I sure. started to do some sure. job interviews and I just sitting there in an office i was feeling like i don't really want to be here and then uh, well eventually i tried a few things i was working in a cruise ship for five months right. actually i wow. think that was part of the thing that uh, helped me to to learn and speak better english yeah and uh, then i moved to live in malta i was there living and working for a while and then eventually uh, when i was living in malta um i started working remotely yeah like a, a few things like uh side jobs like i was doing and then at some point i decided to to start traveling right uh, and figure out like kind of like uh, i could just be working uh, uh, for a few hours and then traveling and eventually I will probably will have to come back to work or it could happen well as it happened and I will find more other remote jobs yeah and this is what I uh, so basically since I started traveling in 2017 um, I start to get more clients and yeah. working all the time remotely yeah, because because I remember you used to work in human resources, right? Was that your was that your I used job? to yeah yeah I used to work in human resources and um, now I do more uh, content creation. I mm -hmm. write yeah uh, for websites, um, but I still do some HR because just basically because when I start working remotely, um, one of my first jobs it was in HR. And then I start writing about HR. Right. Okay. And that bring me to another jobs about in writing, which is kind of like it's exactly what I was uh, searching for, like a career change, which yeah. I was still yeah. not know what I wanted. And then it happened, like connecting a few things together. Yeah. Uh, and and so now you're fully remote. You you. How, yes. how, how long have you been fully remote working? Fully remote since 2017, so almost four years. Okay, yeah. Uh, before I was working half remotely, half in yeah. the office. Yeah. I was in Malta, although I was like, uh, it was like very flexible because sometimes we go to the office, sometimes we don't go to the office, right. we work right. from home or sure. whatever, but it was like, it was there, right. the job. Yeah. I was not location independent. Right. Okay. I mean, um, and that, I mean, I'm doing kind of doing the same thing as well at the moment. I'm part of the time I'm, I'm in a, a local college, I'm teaching and part of the time I'm, I'm working online. Uh, so it's quite nice to have those two environments. Um, I'm not sure how I would cope if I went 100% online, 100% remote, mm -hmm. Uh, partly because I, I know myself and, uh, you know, I need a bit of structure. I need a bit of uh, stability. Um, obviously, you've written a book about this. So uh, and I've had a little bit of a look. Um, yeah. And what what 
what other things because I, I maybe one day I'd like to go 100% remote what do I need to be careful about coming what, what is what are the kind of what, what kind of the, the pitfalls the the dangers of of going 100% online I think the main one is actually you say some to you gave gave us some clues about that right <laughs> it happens to many people it's like one is the flexibility, which is amazing to have so much flexibility, but we can get lost mm. in so much flexibility. Yeah. So um, basically, and the thing like people want to have a routine, want or not wanted is what we learn since yeah. we are children. Yeah. They teach us to have a routine. We go to school, we spend their eight hours, we come back home. Yeah. And then we do it all the time the same. So, but that's something that even if you don't go to an office, you can create for yourself a routine, sure. which is something that everybody should do. And I'm telling you that myself, that I really hate routine. Right. But I think uh, to have that routine make us be more efficient yeah. and then we can break it when we want. Yeah. But at least we have something that we don't wake up every morning thinking, what should I do first? <laughs> should I take a shower or should I start to work? Or should I make the coffee first? That's, so I live, yeah. if we have a routine that we do every day, we don't have just to waste our time thinking yeah. about it. That's, and then when we break it, we break it and that's, that's fine. It. That's it. That's one of my biggest mistakes. And one of your chapters is exactly that. It says plan uh, the day before what you're going to do yeah. the next day. Yeah. And it's one of my biggest mistakes and not really knowing what I'm going to do in the morning. Uh, when, when I have that, that day where I, I, I feel, oh, I've got a whole day tomorrow, that's great. I can get lots of stuff done. Um, and it's a real contrast to my other days where I'm, I'm, I have to travel, I have to, I'm in, in the college and I have, have a, a timetable. Uh, and it's a real re re relief to me to then have the next day, oh, I'm at home. Uh, but I do think I perhaps waste quite a bit of time. Yeah, it happened to me. I realized because I was traveling uh, and working at the same time. Hmm. So, of course, like traveling, I'm not traveling every day, like when people go on holidays or right. vacations. Uh, but some days I'm, I'm moving from one place to another or I'm just visiting and I don't have that much time for working. Yeah. So those days are the ones that I usually work more, more hours. Uh not more hours, more efficiently in yeah. the few hours you have to work. Right. Because if I have just, oh, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to work the whole day. Then if I don't have any structure and a plan and what I want to do, I just spend my time sitting in front of the computer. Yeah. Which, to be honest, is a bit what we do as well sometimes in the office. <laughs> yeah, we do. actually probably quite a lot yeah. of time, right? <laughs> yeah, we should be honest with that and we ourselves and like, especially as I tell that to people that uh, companies and mm. uh, the bosses and everything that they are afraid of people is not going to yeah. be working. Yeah, People, they work more when they work for, from home, when they work remotely, Yeah, because it, they don't know how many hours we are sitting in front of the yeah. laptop. Yeah. And actually, it's good because you mentioned a couple of other things in your book. Um, the Pomodoro technique is there. Uh, something I've discovered, um, I've rediscovered recently. Uh, and I've kind of connected it to, to a book, a, a course I did about learning, in fact, about the ways we learn. Um, 
one of the ways is is very focused attention um and then another way is um those moments where you kind of just relax and you have kind of very diffuse attention and your mind is kind of just drifting off um and you know combining those two things i think is is really useful so you you mentioned that in in your book there's something else that i really i really like that you mentioned uh and you go through this list of all the distractors the and the title of the, the chapter is distract your distractors uh yes. i'd never really thought of it like this um but what do you mean by that when you when you said distract your distractors because we're talking about things like facebook these are the distractors yeah. aren't they what, what 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 other things that did you do you mention i can't remember and, and how, how did you basically do there's a lot of like social media there yeah. mainly distractors yeah. nowadays are social media but it can be something else it can be just the fridge yeah. making a coffee and this yeah. kind of thing you know or yeah. even just cleaning the house it can yeah. be your distractor yeah. um what i mean with uh distracting your distractors is kind of like just just sending away kind of thing uh you know keep them far away yeah. doing something else and just focus on <laughs> what you are doing it's kind of like okay just for this whatever time you need like yeah. half an hour i'm just gonna be here uh, doing what i have to do and then giving yourself time to use them to yeah to go to social media to make a coffee to whatever you have to do that's it and you, and you advise uh, scheduling that so that's part of your schedule you have a bit of time for your social media for your yeah. coffee and i yeah and i actually i do now um especially because traveling and working but as well like uh, working remotely and working from home um because we have like the feeling we maybe start working early in the morning and we finish working late in the afternoon in the evening yeah. but that doesn't mean that we've been working eight hours so <laughs> i now i even schedule like the free time or the time that i'm going even to the supermarket yeah or yeah. i mean maybe to the supermarket is not fun to see it in the calendar but some other things that Yay. they are fun like going for a coffee with a yeah. friend yeah i have it in my calendar yeah. with a different color color code yes. so at the end of the day i can see in a visual way that i spend sometimes some time of my day uh, free and having fun to the english waffle where we'll talk about random shit hope i know a journey's gonna keep us nice and fit and listening to the waffle is an interesting way spending weeks of lockdown when we can't go out and play Woo! join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in ten all holy minutes of english listening yeah it was yeah. not everything working yeah i, I... I was a bit. I wasn't too sure about the um, being distracted by the cleaning. Uh, <laughs> that really true, Carmen? You you you're sitting at your desk. You think, uh, yeah, I really yeah. need to clean the the toilet right now. Is it? Does that really happen? It really happened to me the first time <laughs> yeah. that I worked remotely. It was like just one day it happened. Uh, I I went. I have my nine to five job and. I went one day just to work from home and yeah. it's just, I really yeah. cleaned the house. 
just a way of procrastinating yeah. the most stupid. Yeah, house. that's it, isn't it? But you had a really nice, clean house, though. That's the. Yeah. What <laughs> one right? um, yes. one of the things I also I haven't I haven't checked this out yet, but. Um, I, I can really understand the value of this. I think I, I think I'd kind of do something similar, not necessarily related so much to work, but kind of to my life in general. And I don't do it in very much detail. So I think your, um, what's it called? Your your journal, your product, productivity journal, right? Productivity journal. Can you, can you tell us how that works? What, what, what What's that all about? So basically, I think there is like, a, we have like a, we like to read books about productivity. Hmm. Uh, and follow tips that somebody else tell us. Yeah. Wake up at five in the morning, because <laughs> yeah. all the good that one. Yeah. CEOs they wake up early in the morning. Yeah. But there is things that they don't work for everyone. Like definitely that one doesn't work for me. Sure. The same that sure. I actually I think I said in the book too, like the Pomodoro technique, which is like the original one is twenty minutes plus five minutes of um right. free time. Right. For me, it doesn't work, especially when I do some work yeah. uh, that I need to be like very focused and I need time to write an inspiration. So 20 minutes is not enough. Yeah. So what I mean with the productivity journal is like um, create a journal for yourself. Just um, it's, it's about to learn more about yourself. Right. And what is working for you. So during one week or you can do it longer but at least one week just create a journal where you put what time you start to work and doing this specific task yeah which kind yeah. of task it is like it can be just writing uh, answering phone calls or you can actually like categorize in a different ways like uh, like routinary or creativity yeah and uh, after one week doing that it will give you an idea Right. when you are more productive yeah. along with every every task you should just at the same moment when you fill it up say like which are your level of productivity yeah yeah it's it's really a really good idea and I, in line with what i really liked about your book which is this idea that you just the most important thing is to reflect on what you do what works for you uh, there's no there's no magic bullets that uh, solves the problem for everybody, uh, and I I, I I can vouch for this. I, I don't use it for my whole life, I don't think, but um, I certainly do realize that, for example, with fitness, um, there were times where I go out and I go running, um, and um, I kind of got into a routine. But then I, I stopped for a bit because of work or because of family or whatever. I didn't do any running. And then uh, I would think back through the month. I would think, oh, God, why, why, why do I not feel fitter? Why do I not feel like I can, I can run faster? Um, and I realized that, you know, you think back through the month and I wasn't really sure when I had gone running. You know, I wasn't sure um, what, what it was that had contributed to my current state and, and how I was feeling uh, in in the moment, and it, it's the case with lots of things, isn't it? You you kind of if you don't have a record of what you've done, it's very difficult to to kind of reflect on what has yeah. helped, what hasn't helped, and yeah. um, I think I think that's I mean I I'm I'm planning on having a look at your productivity journal and seeing if if I can use it to kind of expand beyond my my uh, training. 
Yeah, and sometimes it's actually like we just do the thing, but we we are not aware of, of what we are doing yeah. or at which level we are doing what we are doing. Right. Because um, we don't we don't stop to think about that. No. Yeah. Um, is there anything specifically for you, Carmen, that, that has really benefited from kind of just just stopping, reflecting, and thinking back? Is there anything that you've kind of really improved? Uh, just the act of being aware of what you are doing and yeah. when you are doing yeah. it, I think, is the first step to change anything in your right. life. Right. Like, why should I change uh, the time I wake up if I'm not aware that it's not working for me? Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, uh, if I wake up at eleven o'clock every day and uh, uh, and then I start work uh, and then I finish at at five o'clock, um, there's obviously something not not working there, right? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm missing most of the day. It depends. Yeah, but it depends on the on the people. Yeah. We have like a bit of like this uh, feeling, uh, teaching, bringing from like waking up late is bad, but there's some people that they are very productive during the afternoons and the evenings. So I have friends that they definitely work way better when they work in the afternoon and then they wake up late in the morning. But you have to be as well. It's not easy because you have to be able to do that. Meaning that sometimes you have like commitments that you have to do in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's just not possible to wake up late, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're in Thailand. You've yes. uh, developed this kind of remote um, working career. You've published how, how, how many books have you got? I've, I've seen one. Have you got you got some other ones out there? I have two books. I have books. thirty three practical tips for public speaking right. that I wrote a few years back. I have the new one, 33 tips for working remotely. And then I have a small book, which is like, it's much more like a kind of like a journal. It, there's no much written on the book. It's just like a bit of design. Right. Uh, it's called um, 21, it's, I don't remember right now the name in English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure because we can find it. <laughs> It's a bit different than in Spanish, yeah. but it's something yeah. like a uh, 21 cha day cha challenge, uh, okay. positivity yeah. journal kind of thing. So it's based like, there is like a prompt, like a, it can be like a sentence or right. a, a story or something. Sure. And yeah. then space for you to write about that okay. during 21 yeah. days. Okay, we're not sure of the name, but I'm sure we can find it on your website, right? If we if we go to your yes, uh, yes, through my website on Amazon is is okay. There. Okay, so that's that's the kind. Of, what, what's next, Carmen? What 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 are you what have you got planned? So I'm working on a book um, that is kind of like a mix, like how this journal is, but it has a bit more content. So I don't know how it's going to be called in English right. because I write all my books in Spanish and then they are right. translated to English. Right. And in Spanish right. it has like a like a name, like it has like, it's called Pong en Marcha Tus Sueños. And I don't know how I'm going to translate yeah. that. Sure because it's kind of like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kickstart, yeah, kickstart kick your your dreams. Your dreams. Like that. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, some some sort of so punch, punch title. 
Yeah. yeah. So basically, the, the book is um, is uh, coaching techniques oh, okay. to just follow mm -hmm. yourself. Mm. Uh, there's content. There's nothing new in the content itself, yeah. and the book is not meant to be new. Yeah. It's just meant to be something like you are working. It's meant to be like a workbook. Right. Where you can work on that. It's based on one workshop that I used to do in, right. in Madrid when I was living there. Okay. Okay. That sounds sounds, sounds interesting. I'll we'll, we'll look. Do you know when you're going to finish it? When when it's going to be released? Um, I will love to release the book in January, but not sure if that will happen because there's still just not much time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so it's, it's, let's see. The end of November. Definitely, <laughs> I know. Definitely 20, 2021. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, look forward okay. to that. And um, just thinking back to Madrid, you mentioned Madrid. Uh, do, you, do you miss, you know, traveling around the world? Do you, do you miss Madrid? Do you miss your friends, your family? Um, I'm trying to think of, of people we, I haven't seen, for example, Diego for, for a long time now. Have you, have you heard from Diego? He, he was our, our, our drama teacher. I saw her one of the last times I was there. Probably not the last time I was there, but that that was like the last time I was in, in Madrid was a year ago. Okay. Uh, so it could be like two years, or right, two years and right. a half ago. I okay. usually like go like once or twice a year, except for this year. Um, I miss the food and the wine. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, I miss my friends, but it's like yeah. I have friends all around the world. Yeah. I know my friends, they are there. We talk from time to time. Yeah. And I know that yeah. even if I were living there, some of them I will never see them because yeah. sometimes I go, yeah. I go to Madrid and my friends, they get to see each other. Yeah. That they never yeah. see each other if I'm not going there <laughs> yeah so you're it's kind of a they good excuse to go together yeah. 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 yeah 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 um okay well, we're, we're kind of coming towards the end of our time coming um um thank you very much for agreeing to to come on the the podcast and um yeah um, maybe we'll speak to you again sometime in the future when you're in a different country and um we, we can follow your progress <laughs> around the world yeah, if it were a different year, I would say, well, when I'm in a different country, it probably will be next month. But now, like usually I change countries every month, but now yeah. hopefully every year. Yeah, well, once we get through this whole pandemic thing, then you can yeah. get back to, to moving around. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Thank you very much for inviting me. Welcome to the English world. Okay, so that was Carmen talking to us from Thailand. Oh, so much to say. It was a long conversation and um, a long episode, so I'm going to try and keep this short. Um, uh, really great to catch up. I hadn't spoken to Carmen for years. Um, and wow, what an amazing uh, difference in her English. Uh, if you want to improve your English, go and work on a cruise ship. Um, and yeah, of course, the topic totally appropriate to what's going on at the moment um, and I'm not going to, given that Carmen isn't my student anymore, I'm not going to focus on uh, language uh, issues or problems um, but I would like just to point out a few things that uh, she does um, very, really very subtle things um, 
these kinds of fillers that um, she uses are not an easy task, I have to say, and she does it very well. She brings them in very naturally. Um, she's automatized them, basically. Uh, and they're things like this. So, I, to be honest, I mean, it was like... Lots of different fillers, which uh, all have different um, functions, uh, but uh, all together really make her sound very uh, proficient and very, very native-like and um, very natural. So, uh, well done, Carmen. Um, a couple of, just one, one vocab uh, point. Um, I never, I never heard anybody describe themselves as being location independent, but I suppose that must be a, a pretty common term nowadays. Uh, I'd some, sometimes like to be location independent, uh, but as as Carmen pointed out, uh, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, so um, the topic absolutely important at the moment. Uh, we talked a bit about the the pitfalls of going online. Carmen very quickly. Uh, uh, spotted that I was talking about the, the dangers of uh, working at home. Um, I don't know if you noticed there, but as part of the conversation, I kind of elaborated on that and clarified that I was talking about the dangers of being at home. And that's a very natural um, feature of conversation. We do that a lot, um, especially if you perceive that, you know, you, if you're talking to somebody who doesn't share your first language, it's, it's uh, quite a typical thing to do if you're used to um, moving in international circles. Um, so, yeah, but Carmen did a fantastic job of, of um, really just going through the whole, uh, a whole load of issues related to um, working from home or working remotely, uh, normally from, from home. Um, and one of the most important things for me is, 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 the, is her pointing out that, well, Actually, a lot of the problems are the same as the problems you have in the office. You know, how often do you really get a full eight hours work done at the office? Um, not that often, I would say. Uh, and so when people say that's one of the problems at work, you're not as, you're not as productive, uh, you're too, too easily distracted. Um, of course, there are workarounds for that. You can avoid getting distracted. But um, at the same time, you know, you, you don't have to travel anywhere. So you may actually be able to put in more work. And I think a lot of people do have that experience. They tend to work more than they do when they're, when they're in the office. Anyway, that's enough from me. Um, how about you? Um, do you work remotely? Um, if not, do you, if, are you still going to the office um, even now during the, the whole um, pandemic? Uh, would you like to work remotely? Um, is it something you've always wanted to do? If so, uh, I recommend you, you buy Carmen's book and... Um, just uh, yeah, follow her on her website, which is oh, actually I haven't, I haven't got it to hand. I'll post the details of that on the website in the uh, episode notes. Um, so yeah, and you can find that and any other information uh, related to uh, this episode on the English Waffle website, which is EnglishWaffle.co.uk. That's it from me. I uh, hope you are getting through the pandemic okay, wherever you are in the world. And thanks for listening and supporting the English Waffle projects. Um, so, I hope you enjoyed that. Look forward to next time. Welcome to the English Waffle Where we'll talk about random stuff We'll take you on a journey Where you'll find out soon enough That listening to the waffle Is an entertaining way Of sharing with you foreigners The things that British people say Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in 
with ten or 13 minutes of English listening.